Hello everyone and welcome to Socially Rewired, the weekly lifestyle podcast which talks about the joys and tragedies of growing up in the 21st century. I'm your host Neve Fitzgerald and we are back for episode 6. Welcome back to another episode. How are we all? You are a very lucky audience, I'll tell you what. I was very much debating skipping this week because it is the middle of exam week when I'm recording this, but I started to realise that this is my weekly therapy session, this podcast, and without it, I would actually feel worse. Um, And now more than ever, I need that therapist, and you guys are going to help me get through it. So we are here um appreciate whatever this episode turns into it's probably gonna be a mess but we're gonna roll with it i hope everyone listening is having a good week we made it to the end of the week congratulations i'm proud of me i'm proud of you you know it's a great time to be alive i actually saw a quote on pinterest or was it i don't know but um it's been stuck in my head all week and I don't really know why, but it's even a bad day is just 24 hours. I don't know why it hit me as hard as it did or why it stuck with me. But this week has just been physically and emotionally a very weak week. You know, Um, it felt like everyone had a destroy Neve button and everyone was pressing it at a rapid pace. But although it's been tough we are here so you know let's move we are alive everyone we are alive round of applause we are alive it's quite funny actually because this morning uh, my mum actually wakes up before me so she's like in the kitchen before me we basically our routine is that we don't cross paths because I don't like talking in the morning so it's just easier if we don't like see each other till like we basically have to leave but um I woke up and my mum had left me like where I'm about to like eat breakfast like on the bar she had left me like a hello magazine with like Harry Styles in it and I was like I just love that my family appreciates my Harry Styles obsession. You know, that is what you want in a family. You want a family to be so supportive of your obsession. They will leave open a magazine for you at 6.30 in the morning, you know. So, and then it like sparked an idea in my brain. I was talking to my mum about this on the way back from school. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna Photoshop a picture of me and Harry Styles and like frame it and put it in my living room. Just so when people come round, they can like ask questions I don't know because most of the pictures that my mum has I'm like five years old literally so I thought it'd be funny and then I was like you know what one day my mum's gonna come home and I'm just gonna have every photo covered with just Harry Styles just because I think it's so funny like my obsession doesn't go that far but as a joke you know I would definitely do that so that is going to be my weekend plan I don't know what you guys are up to but that is going to be my weekend I actually got to go to opticians on Saturday uh my appointment was meant to be like last April but that didn't obviously happen I've got to go to the dentist as well I'm not like I'm not a hater of the dentist you know how some people are like so against the dentist I'm actually okay with it but um I obviously don't enjoy it because that would be weird that'd be very psychopathic but you know you got to do these things these days 
let's go into the dilemma diary let's see what we're gonna read today dilemma diary is a segment on the show where i delve into your dilemmas in which you've sent in if you would like to send in a dilemma you can do so via the anonymous form linked in the description of this podcast what's great about this part of the show is that all dilemmas will stay anonymous which makes the dilemma diary a safe place where we can talk about real life problems we might have and it stays locked in the diary disclaimer i do not claim to be a professional advice giver problem solver doctor therapist i'm actually far from the salt which means please take what i say with a pinch of salt and do get a second professional opinion on everything i talk about okay let's get into the first dilemma we are starting off with a long one how do you deal with mixed signals Oh, here we go. Hello, Neve. I really like this guy. And over the course of this year, I grew the courage to ask him out. Yes, we love that here. We love confidence and growth. Um, anyway, it's Carol. Long story short, he ended up ignoring me, which broke me at first, but I learned to move past it and I'm all right now. Oh God, it breaks my heart. He explained that he likes me and respects me for putting myself out there, but he doesn't want a relationship at the moment. Oh God. If I, okay, I'm just going to carry on. Um, <laughs> because it's the wrong timing with school and all that, especially as exams are coming up. Okay, all right, sure. I understand that. So I backed off and we're really good friends now. Great. However, recently he's been really flirtatious towards me and I keep getting mixed signals but of course they're no help I still really like him but I don't know if I want to keep this friendship the way it is or make it something more I don't know uh I don't know his feelings towards the topic either because he's been avoiding bringing it up I don't know what to do um you got any advice okay let's just process that that was a lot of information all at once so you asked him out he said doesn't want a relationship now he's flirting with you now you don't really know what to do okay to be honest he sounds like an idiot to be honest (laughs) that wants to have it all and cover all the bases without really having to do anything without having like a label or without having like any real commitment um so he sounds like a coward but you know if he doesn't know what he wants he's going to go in blind and withhold when he's afraid rather than being a grown-up about the situation he found a way to make you look and feel like you're going crazy which is making you over analyze the situation to basically compensate his own indecision um in an attempt to hurt you but also get what he wants he's just like messing you around um you know he doesn't want that commitment of being in a relationship but he wants the fun of it we shouldn't stand for that behavior okay his reasoning for not getting into anything in the first place is reasonable but it sounds like he's kind of regretting it now and and as he should because who cares if a relationship lasts forever or if it was the wrong timing like if if it's the right person just let it be and 
you can have the time you have and just like let it ride out so he's obviously stressed about it as well as well as seeing the wrong you have to see it from his side as well and realize why he rejected you in the first place um maybe he's scared and use the whole exam thing as an excuse or like something to hide behind almost or just he couldn't say no or he wasn't confident enough to say yes although it makes it okay but kind of helps just to understand the reasoning okay so what's next you can either sit tight or you can address the situation lay your cards out on the table and play it as it lays he's flirting with you and avoiding the topic probably because he knows your relationship can't slash won't be the same after having that discussion and he's buying time basically to spend with you and figure out his own stuff but it doesn't have to be so like tense and like just confusing he likes you you like him pretty simple solution really isn't it you need to stop wasting time faffing around waiting for him to come to you you to go to him like it's just building things up into this like awkward atmosphere so you need to start living your life and let love be love you know the art of falling in love is something that takes time but it's really easy to do oh god communication is just so important like 90 percent of these dilemmas would be fixed if people just talk to each other but we're all scared of showing our real emotions and talking can lead to more issues so we tend to avoid it but actually it can fix more than it creates like mixed signals is something that happens in everyday life every day we're getting a mixed signal it doesn't have to be relationship based but you know whether it's a look whether it's a passive aggressive comment you know every day you get mixed signals so it's hard to handle but once you like get the hang of it of not only handling the situation when it happens but like looking for warning signs um and when things work like when mixed signals like lead towards something that works and when it leads towards something that's completely toxic and you don't want to be a part of but most importantly don't let him string you around if he's trying to include you in this game of his let him but you stay well out of it because he's almost too in control and he needs to work for your feelings and respect to be honest so that is all I have to really say on that one I hope that kind of helped mixed signals are so just like draining and it just gets you hyped up about this you know it's a simple thing but you know it's always sad when people can't admit their feelings and like grow up and talk to you but anyway let's move on My boyfriend forgot my birthday. Should I tell him or let him figure it out? <gasps> oh my God. Okay. Okay. All right. I think, right. In f- <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I think it's important to first clarify that there's a 90% chance he didn't forget it on purpose. But I would honestly, you know, let's just, play this game a bit you know let's 
just see how far we can take this I would probably if I was in this situation I would just like bring up a conversation be like "Mm, I got this for my birthday or you know start bringing up what I got for my birthday or what you did like what did you do on your birthday that was unknown to your boyfriend or um be like oh age is really starting to get to me or just something like slip in a silly comment just do just work as hard as you can to clarify what day it was or what day it is depending on when this dilemma is said but if he's a genuine boyfriend he will be mortified and apologize profusely he may have forgotten through simple absent mindlessness or because of something else like work that stressed him out in which case let him off this one time um just this once besides i'm hoping if he's a genuine boyfriend he'll make up for it and then it will all be happy rainbows and fairies again but if he doesn't react or show any interest um or didn't even like you know try to apologize or make it up to you then move on because it honestly shows like birthdays are a pretty good relationship test like I've never thought about it before but this dilemma has you know helped me realize that birthdays can really show the true colors of people and how meaningful people can be so it's unfortunate this situation has happened for me to realize that but I've got my fingers crossed that he just forgot. But let's just make sure it's one time, all right? Let's just make sure it's one time. That is it for the Dilemma Diary today. Let's move on to feeding the fame. This is where I feed you the latest and hottest celeb gossip and headlines and discuss the positives, the negatives and the ugly of all of it. As always, don't take any of these as facts. This is the internet after all. It's not the most dependable source and it never will be. But without further ado, let's get into it. Starting off this feeding the fame very strong, Ariana Grande marries Dalton Gomez in an intimate at-home ceremony. The singer got engaged back in December 2020, confirming the news in an Instagram post of her unusual pearl and diamond ring. God, it was just beautiful and captioned it forever and then some. The couple is thought to have started dating earlier that year in January and spent the coronavirus lockdown together. Grande and Gomez have kept their relationship low profile over the past 18 months and have been rarely spotted out in public together. In April, she shared a rare picture of her now husband on Instagram. My heart, my person, she wrote. Thank you so much for being you. Oh, god the love is real you can't be it can you right moving on i'm so happy actually i I was gonna say moving on but i just need to discuss this topic a little bit more i'm so happy rariana she has been you know through some with relationships and i think she works really hard i'm not gonna lie not a massive fan of her music just not my cup of tea doesn't mean she can't sing doesn't mean she can't perform but I think she deserves it and I'm so happy she is happy. 
So yeah, let's move on. The iconic supermodel Naomi Campbell took to Instagram earlier this week to share that she is now a mum at the age of 50. In her post, Campbell shared a first glimpse at her new baby, showing what appears to be a floral embroidered white dress and cradling her newborn's feet in her hand. A beautiful little blessing has chosen me to be her mother, Campbell wrote alongside her post. So honoured to have this gentle soul in my life. There are no words to describe the lifelong bond that I now share with my angel. There is no greater love. Lord, every week there's a new baby in town and I just can't keep up. This is getting cuter and cuter. So congratulations to Naomi Campbell. For all you Friends fans out there, more than a year after delaying the Friends The Reunion special, HBO Max has finally shared a glimpse of the all-time 90s reunion. Prepare to get misty-eyed while listening to the instrumental version of I'll Be There For You, which plays over footage of the cast returning to the comedy's original soundstage stage 24 in the warner bros studio lot in california instead of a scripted episode the program will feature a range of celebrity guests and diehard fans who will put questions to the iconic tv show stars how exciting i would love to know the behind the scenes of creating this reunion because there's so much pressure and expectation for such an iconic tv show to have this massive reunion especially as it's been so long there's an even bigger build up but i hope everyone on that side of the world is doing well because that must be a stressful production i tell you what Lily Collins has been spotted in France over the last couple of weeks and is set to be filming the second series of Emily in Paris. Have we got any Emily in Paris fans out there? Wasn't really bothered by it, to be honest. I'll, I'll probably watch the second season. You know, also, who knew Lily Collins was 32? Not gonna lie, though, I still shit um, Lily Collins and Zac Efron. And I know, I know, I know, before everyone's not screaming at me, I know they're besties. But come on, like, please, they're just the cutest. Like, they're literally a match made in heaven. Oh, that's a good question. Who's your favourite celebrity friendship? I think mine has to be Louis Capaldi and Niall Horan. I don't know whether it's the Celtic thing, but they are just the funniest and realest pair of people. And together, they could rule the world, i tell you what. Right, that's that's obviously my opinion. I would love to know what you guys' friendships are. Like, is there any TV shows you watch that are like, yes, that is like me and my friend in a TV show. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Also, Ed Sheeran sends fans into meltdown as he shares a cryptic picture of himself with a guitar with a caption, something's cooking. Just weeks after his followers predicted two new albums, he released his single Afterglow over 18 months ago. And since then, it's been pretty much silent until now. And I have a feeling that Ed is coming with a summer hit that will be stuck in our heads all July long. And I honestly can't wait for it because a summer isn't a summer without a good Ed Sheeran song. Talking about music, my artist of the week is Rag and Bone Man. Random, I know. His new album, God, it's a treat for the ears. I tell you what, I just love it. I don't know why, because it's not really the music I would like choose to listen to I obviously enjoy it but I wouldn't necessarily be like right add that to my playlist but if anyone wants some new shower tunes Rag and Bowman 
I think just after watching him do that Brit performance with Pink, it, it's just changed the game. I tell you what, I'm very much looking forward to the Anne-Marie Nile Horan collab, which actually comes out the day this comes out. And I'm just, there's something so exciting about a lead up to a song release, especially like artists I like. Um, yeah, there's nothing more like, I don't know, it's like when a new episode comes out of a TV show that you've been waiting for. It's just quite exciting. And it's like the old times where you had to like wait for things. Everything didn't come in like 2.5 seconds. But what I've heard from that Niall Horan and Amory collab, God, it gives me butterflies every time. I am so excited for it. Um, Sorry if you're not a Niall Horan or just you just don't really care about this song that leads us to the end of the episode folks thank you so much for listening remember you can send in your dilemmas or topics you would like me to discuss on the podcast via the anonymous google form linked in the description of this podcast and follow soju rewind on instagram and tiktok for all updates and extra info and i'll see you in the next episode have a wonderful week guys bye